Welcome to the Film Sessions Podcast. Today, we are excited to feature Devin and... Hold on. I'm going to try this. Please correct me if I get this wrong. It's Soleil or is it Soleil? Soleil, like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, I tried and butchered it, but it's all good. As long as you, as long as I get it right next, right? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. totally. You so could this. you guys introduce yourselves to us real quick? Yeah, of course. So uh, as you said, I'm Devin Rowe. Uh, I'm a recent graduate of San Jose State University from their animation illustration program. And I am currently a 3D animator at Framestore in London, UK. Cool. And I'm Soleil Hampton. I uh, am also a recent graduate from San Jose State. I art directed the film and uh, I'm currently a concept artist at GamePam Studios. Awesome, awesome. All right. So if I may ask, what inspired you to, to sort of get into this industry, the filmmaking one? Was it like a movie? Was it like a specific moment? Or was it just like a person that got you into it? How did you get introduced to this world? Yeah, for sure. So for me, I was really inspired by Toy Story 3. It was the first film that made me really connect with characters and feel something emotionally. And I thought to myself, wow, animation art has the ability to do that. I want to do that to people. I want people to feel something from the from the things that I make. So that's kind of where I got into animation. Yeah, um, kind of along the same lines. Um, I've always been a, a creative person and I really love solving creative problems. Um, I think just growing up um, around so much entertainment, I really wanted to be a part of something bigger than me. So yeah. <laughs> All right, that's pretty wholesome, pretty wholesome. I must admit. <laughs> so what what things have you two had to endure to continue your journey in filmmaking like has there been any serious obstacles of note or was it just something like as simple as oh i just don't have the time oh i'm not motivated oh i'm like on writer's block like what kind of things have you two had to endure to keep doing what you guys love to do um for me definitely like artist block. I think um, all artists go through that at some point. Um, let's see, some of the probably bigger things is just um, pursuing art in general is not like something that uh, my um, like Asian parents <laughs> uh, wanted to, uh, me to pursue at the beginning. Um, but, you know, once they realized how passionate I was and once um, they saw that, that this is like um, a career path that you can take that is like structured and um, uh, there's like programs that I can join like the one I did at SJSU um, that encourage you to uh, grow and uh, encourage you to succeed. Um, once they realized that there were um, options for support, uh, they um, accepted that this was like a path that I could take and, and also um, supported me as well. Um, so yeah, I would say that was probably my major obstacle. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. That, I have some experience in that realm, so I can I can definitely relate. I can definitely relate. Um, so, oh, I, I almost inter I almost forgot. Devin, if you have anything real quick, <laughs> sort of any doesn't have to yeah, be like a sure. dramatic one, but like just anything <laughs> that you know is just like is a thorn in your side or just a pebble in your shoe, something like that. Of course. So. 
I definitely feel that imposter syndrome is a big one, especially when you're making something so public and so out there as a film that, you know, hundreds of people are going to see. There's a lot of self-doubt that comes with this. Um, will it be good enough? What will other people perceive it as? How will... There's a lot of feelings of how is this going to come back to, I guess, that come reflected back on you. And especially when you're so young as a filmmaker making these things in college, you know, there's high school students making films. There's a lot of pressure and self-doubt. And I think going along the lines of what Soleil said, where when you find that community of supporting people, it definitely helps bring you out of that shell. So I would always say, just go find those people who help support you and push you as an artist. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So without any further ado, let's talk about your film, guys. Uh, first, if you could introduce the name and then quickly a brief synopsis of what it's about. Yeah, for sure. So the film is The Prince's Dilemma. It is a 2D animated short film that follows Prince Philip, who longing to be with the prince of his own must decide to follow the traditional chael or rewrite his story. And essentially it's about this little fairy tale prince and he is uh, gay and it, that obviously doesn't fit along those classic storytelling lines. So he has to conflict with the narrator on how the ending of a story should be. Mm. Oh, so is it like, is it kind of fourth wall breaking-ish? Or yeah, just like exactly. meta? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, it starts out with that classic book opening, but then, oh, there's a little twist, he's gay. How's this gonna play out? <laughs> and he and the narrator have a little fight and it's really okay. cute. I kind of I kind of like those meta fourth wall breaking kind of vibes. So yeah, that's, that's definitely very intriguing. Okay, all right. So allow me to ask this question: What would is like the one thing thematically, or even just like a message, or just a feeling you would want your audience to come away with when they watch this film? Like if it's just exactly what you're talking about, like sort of giving a jolt to people and sort of waking them up from perceiving these boxes, everything's to be inside, or if it's just simply like this film is cool. You guys should like it. Like, what, what would that what, what would that one thing be? Well, they definitely should like it. We put a lot of hard work into it. But fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I definitely want everyone who perceives it to just walk away with a warm, happy feeling. And I know everyone who watches it probably isn't going to be gay or queer, but it definitely has that message of just acceptance and just love your love your neighbor. You know, just love everybody. So that's kind of what we want people to walk away with is just be kind. Okay. All right. So I would like to ask you too, what other projects have you done in your past? Like, even if they're not entirely related to animation or filmmaking, like how would you say those experiences helped you in animating and like, were they just stuff you did for fun just because you like doing them or were they things you did knowing this is what you wanted to do for your career? <laughs> yeah, so growing up, I wasn't really involved in animation that much up until college. So I actually took a le leadership role on my cross country team. And I feel that skill set in high school really helped gear me and make me ready for this leadership role in directing for the film. But throughout college, we worked on a lot of thesis films for the upperclassmen, which is what we eventually did. So those experiences working on multiple different projects from 3D animation to 2D animation, some were games. There was a, a wide breadth of skill sets that we had to develop. 
And that ultimately helped us get ready for our big film. So. And then uh, what about you, Solana, real quick? Yeah, totally. Um, so grew up doing a lot of different hobbies, um, like uh, photography. I played around with stop motion for a little bit and um, some other stuff. But um, I would say probably the main things that, that helped me uh, art direct were the leadership positions that I took in my clubs in high school. Um, and then like art club and um, like uh, uh, assistant student body, stuff like that. Um, I would say probably, probably also in school, um, like the working on other projects was what uh, prepared me for, um, I guess, figuring out the pipelines that would work best for my team. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And real quick, because you mentioned how you, you're the art director, obviously. Um, I'm curious as to like, how does, because how do you think you've inserted your art style or your influence into this, into this video or this motion film? Like, do you think there's any imprint of you, of yourself onto this? Or do you think you just made this totally like detached? No, I want I want this to be entirely Devin's vision. I'm not doing anything I like here. Like sort of how much did you sort of sneak yourself into the film? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, definitely there's a balance between um, like Devin's vision and my own. Um, but we went into this, uh, he had told me that um, he wanted me to art direct because of my voice as well. So. Um, I definitely didn't want to just like push that all the way to the side. So um, some of the ways that I showed that in the film were through um, my by referencing my artistic influences um, like Mary Blair um, and um, let's see, uh, Joey Chow. And then also just like really pushing the mood and colors and lighting of the film is, is another way that I put my own voice in it um, because you know, it's an emotional film. So um, <clears throat> definitely just like trying to connect the um, emotional experience to the visual experience um, as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for color. So, I mean, yeah, that's, I know it's a very simple thing to say, but I mean, I have to admit when it's true because sometimes that's all I need and it's all I need to get into things. So fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Yes. <laughs> and Devin sort of, I'm going to assume you were also producer slash director slash writer, yada, yada, yada. Therefore, hey, therefore. And um, <laughs> with that, obviously comes many responsibilities. I'm curious, sort of any like happy accidents you came across while making this thing that sort of benefited in your favor? Like maybe, I don't know, they're while editing, you accidentally applied a filter or something. You're like, oh, wait, this actually looks kind of cool. Or just like a decision you made while animating where you're like, actually, I had this in mind, but then this other thing happened. And I kind of like that. Like anything surprising that kind of jolted the production? <laughs> yeah. So it is interesting that you said that because as the director, I did have to wear a lot of hats. I did the writing, some storyboarding, a lot of the animation, a lot of the post-production. So I had a little bit of influence in each step along the pipeline. And there definitely were a lot of surprising things that came up. 
myself and my other uh, lead animator, we both did the storyboarding and we're not storyboarders. So <laughs> we were having some trouble with it and we realized, oh, let's just make this simple and just do one shot the whole way through. So if you notice, it's just one layout. And then with that, we were able just to switch out pages to make the background process even easier for us. So even though we were making this big film, we realized, oh, we can make this as simple as possible to help speed up our timeline. Because we didn't have that long to do it and thus we need to figure out a way to make things faster. So that was a nice little surprise that came along with with um, having myself in each little section of the of the pipeline. I love asking that question because it typically always jolts people's memories and then it gets them <laughs> to admit something that they probably oh, yeah. didn't think that much about at the time. But then you realize, <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of cool. It happens to me too. Typically, my best pieces of work are ones I completely unaccidentally just happened to find out I did by accident. I'm like, oh, this was intentional. <laughs> right? Those, yeah. are, those are always the best. <laughs> All right. So do you plan on making more films in your future? And if the answer is obviously yes, could I get a, like a storyboard of your careers, if I may, sort of like a general roadmap of what you guys plan on doing in the near future? <laughs> That's a great question, because we've actually been talking about possibly making a sequel book spinoff of The Prince's Dilemma for the princesses, but that's very much in the works. We don't have much for that yet. Uh, it, but, no spoilers, no spoilers. It's okay. no, yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> but I myself, I loved the directing role, and I definitely want to do it again. I think bringing a lot of queer media to animation is really important with, with positive influences, because definitely in the past, that wasn't a thing. Um, the queer representation that was there also wasn't very positive. So I feel as a queer artist myself, it's really important for me to put those positive in, uh, voices and influences out there so that yet the younger generation can see a good role model to look up to. And real quick before Soleil gives her response, <laughs> I watched Invincible uh, like last year, two years ago. Yeah. And I actually thought that uh, making Mark gay was sort of the most seamless character yeah. change because i read the original invincible series and it's just normal it's like exactly what you think out of a comic book series and then with mark it's sort of just like natural and it reminded yeah. me of my time in high school with my friend harper where it was kind of like that where like i didn't even realize he was gay till he told me like a year <laughs> later and i was like oh oh there were yeah, some things okay. that i kind of noticed but i just oh okay all right cool whatever. <laughs> and then just yeah, exactly the same right yeah all right sorry it was just self-introduction into the self <laughs> introduction to the uh to the story but yeah so if you can say what's what's your future looking like real quick uh sure so actually very much um i would say a lot of it is like tbd <laughs> um i really enjoyed um art directing and i would be totally down to do it again i think um for the time being though i um, have some other goals that i want to work on such as improving my own artistic um expertise and techniques um, that way uh, I can tell um, more more stories <laughs> I got you I got you all right last question before you guys go and I love asking this because everyone hates answering it it makes me feel like the devil uh-oh <laughs> what's your favorite movies oh god do we have to pick just one <laughs> uh ideally yeah ideally <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> Ooh, Soleil, you go first. I gotta think a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Okay, it's hard to pick one, but 
just along the theme of like animation, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind by Miyazaki. Studio Ghibli, a classic. Okay, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> I think for me, it has to be Sleeping Beauty. It's one of the most beautifully animated films out there. All right, I, I give you two bonus points for original answers. The <laughs> typically with amongst animators, I get Shrek too. So, you know, oh, classic though. Point. That's a classic. It, it is, it is. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just hear it so often, you're like, let me guess, Shrek too. Yeah, Shrek too. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, you know, bonus points for that. But, um, as you could tell, I wasn't actually trying to make you guys rivel in pain. I was just, I like being dramatic when asking that question because everybody always <laughs> just, you can see them grinding their gears in your head. And I'm just like, oh, I love this. You can oh, just no, tell it's, they're it's working a, a really hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before I release you guys, because as you can tell, you two were so marvelous that time flew. So all I have to request of you two is your social media handles so we can see your past projects updates on what you're working on and where you will release future stuff and then where can we find your film once it's done making its run at the festivals yeah of course so for the film itself it'll probably be released in about a year or two but you can follow it on instagram at princess dilemma and then for myself you can find my instagram at animated animator and that's yeah. my art account yeah <laughs> And then you guys can find me at uh, Airplane Noises on Instagram. Um, I like the name. Yeah, I think that's going to be the the main place where I'll be updating. <laughs> I like the name, Airplane Thank Noises. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, don't want to keep taking up your time. I'm sure you play, people have places to be, places to be wonderful at. So thank you so much for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was great having you, and I got to redeem myself after our time was cut so short last time. But uh, thank no you. Thank you for having us. Of course, of course. Thank you. And all I can say is uh, hopefully you will have blessed success to your future endeavors. <laughs> thank you so much. It was great being here. <laughs>